I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. Reading the Gospel today, we are studying the storm on the lake. This is found in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27, in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 40, and in Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Follow along with us in the book of Matthew, verse 23 of chapter 8. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? I want to start by asking you a question. What type of men were Jesus' disciples? Like, what, what was some of their occupation? It seems that these are the 12 disciples, mm-hmm. which uh, before being called full-time into the ministry, after the whole night of prayer and uh, Jesus Christ, they were like part-time disciples between agricultural seasons. Yeah. And before of that, some of them were fishermen around uh, the Lake of Galilee. One was a tax collector, yeah. some involved into politics um, up front or behind the scenes, like the zealots. So the people in this boat, while there were some who were not used to being out on the Sea of Galilee or the Lake of Galilee, here we have some fishermen who yeah. would have spent their lives on these waters. They grew up on that water. Yeah, and and so this is unusual that they're frightened to this state, Lord save us, um, because there would have been uh, storms that came in. And this was this is common with the Sea of Galilee being lower and the mountain, storms can come up quickly over the mountain, come down through the valley and hit the lake. And so you can go from a calm day on the sea to a very stormy day without warning. So you would think that the disciples would have been equipped to handle this, at least some of them. And I think they tried to control the situation. And the way I see it here is when, after working hard, they saw Jesus Christ sleeping. And that was kind of disheartening for them. Yeah. And he's sleeping. Lord, Lord, they woke him up. Uh, Save us, we are perishing. Yeah. I think of Jonah sleeping as well. He's on the boat in a storm, sleeping, and the, the sailors come down, wake up! Uh, I think um, Jesus Christ sleeping here is a description of his human nature. Yeah. He was tired, mm-hmm. uh, both physically and mentally, preaching to thousands of people from the boats on the sea, uh, focusing on parables and their meaning, teaching the crowds and the disciples at the same time. It, it was, I mean, Thousands of people following him. It's noise. It's uh, you know crowded, and mm-hmm. it is uh, the responsibility that is on your shoulder to represent God as as a human being. Of course, he was in a close communion with the Father. Of course, he knew clear what was about to say or to do the next day. But still, he was a human being, and yeah. he was exhausted. So, 
what do you think the disciples were expecting Jesus to do? Because in the end, they're astonished that even the wind and sea obey Jesus. In crying out, Lord, save us, what are they asking Jesus to do? I mean, they knew that Jesus Christ uh, was able to heal people. Mm -hmm. They knew, they saw that Jesus Christ did cast out demons multiple times. They knew that Jesus Christ understands the secrets of the kingdom of God, and he was able to explain them so beautifully from Beatitudes to giving a new spin to the teaching of the Old Testament all the mm -hmm. way to new parables. So practically, they might not have thought something specifically at those moments, but they knew that he has the power to save them. And this is the first time, though, that Jesus commands nature. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is a, a unique miracle because we've had him deal with people before mm -hmm. and water into wine mm -hmm. and things like that. But this is the first time where he deals with the, the nature around. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit suspect that Jesus Christ says, rebuked the winds and the sea. Is this um, line or expression showing that Jesus Christ was practicing those beliefs of many native people around the world that uh, the divine is present in trees, in leaves, in flowers, in water? Is this animism? No, no, this is not animism. How do you know that? Well, it's not pantheism either, that, uh -huh. that God is not composed of the universe uh, he created it's very important to understand this distinction so jesus is not rebuking himself in the the storm that's coming over is jesus rebuking a demon it could be a demon um it, it could be yeah that that's trying to sink the boat that's trying to take them down could also just be that the storm came though the weather pattern and he's changing it and, and the disciples saw it as the this is the re rebuking it because again we need to remember this was written in the context of the writers of the gospel and verse 27 says even the last part of the previous verse he rose rebuked the winds and the sea and there was a great calm a mm -hmm. huge contrast abrupt mm -hmm. it is a miracle and the men marveled I've experienced sometimes I asked something from God and I was surprised that God gave gave that to me that quick. Yeah. That surprise took me by, you know, by storm and I was I was terrified that God responded so quickly. Have you experienced something like that? Yes, I have. Um I guess times that are popping in my mind right now, it's not necessarily terror. I've lost something and I'm searching for it. And I'll pray and this has happened multiple times where I pray and as soon as I open my eyes from praying, it is right there in front of my eyes, um, the, the, the very thing I had been looking for, or a thought will come, oh, you should check there. And, and it just always strikes me that I take too long to pray when I'm looking for something. It's like, wow, why didn't I pray earlier? I could have saved a ton of time. Mm -hmm. um, and so and we do have storms in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, we do have things that take place, and, and this is one area where we can see God working miraculously very fast. 
like he did here. Sometimes so fast that we kind of were surprised. Taken back. Yeah. Taken back. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how can we get ready for God's answers to our prayer? I, I think that comes with looking for the answers. Um, and looking for answers maybe in places we're not ready to receive them. Because again, with these disciples, I don't know what they were wanting. Uh, were they wanting Jesus to um, put little scuba suits on them so they can scuba dive or to, to fix the boat as the boat was falling apart? Or we don't know what they were wanting, but the way Jesus answered this seemed to surprise them. Mm -hmm. um, that we need to be looking for his answer. Sometimes wherever. we develop a plan and we envision the potential future mm -hmm. and we want God to work that way or this way, right? To fix this problem or uh, that part of the, of, of the system. Yeah. And when Jesus Christ answers his way, we are surprised. So what is this story telling us about God? That God is uh, a God of surprises. Mm -hmm. and uh, that our prayers will always be answered, some that quick that we are surprised, some are answered later in his time. I, I think we answered a lot of this of what God is telling me, but if I have to add to this, it's that even in sleep, God's in control. You know, if the disciples never cried out, it's not like the boat would have sunk and Jesus would have died. Um, even in sleep, God is in control. Beautiful. And God was in control of disease. God was in control of the demons. Mm -hmm. And now God is in control of nature. And in the same way, we can extrapolate to different uh, dimensions of life. Yeah. God yeah. is in control of everything. And if we have this conviction clear in front of our eyes, we start the day differently. Mm -hmm. uh, we face difficulties. We make choices, we do business in a completely different way. So how is this passage speaking to us today and what are we going to do about it? For me, what I heard God saying is, ask and you will be given. Mm -hmm. Always ask. Uh, the Lord is there. Sometimes it looks like he's sleeping. Uh, it seems that he looks the other way. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Lord is always there to help. Yeah. For me, it's don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of the storms of life. Don't be afraid of disruptions in our routine or, or problems that arise. I, I've found in my life, when God is a center part of my life, I'm not afraid of anything. There's no fear in my life. I could lose everything I have, and God can still take care of me. That, that's how that is speaking to me today, that not to be afraid. I found something that might be interesting. In the disciples' answer, they said, what sort of man is this? Mm -hmm. In other situations, their response was profoundly spiritual. They said, my Lord and my God, mm -hmm. or they worshiped him. And this time they are looking at what kind of person yeah. Jesus was. It seems to be a incipient stage of faith. They did not see him completely as God. They did not embrace yet completely as the Lord of their lives. They are still fascinated by his 
know, of humanity. Mm. And maybe that is the reason they were surprised by God's answer, right? Mm-hmm. So what I hear uh, from this story, what, what speaks to me is, how mature is my view of God? Yeah. How far did I go with him in this um, amazing journey called, called faith? How committed is my life to this God of the universe who is in control of everything? Let's pray. Father God, we know that we don't know it all. Mm -hmm. We know that we will not understand the deep things of God, that there are areas of you that we might never, even in eternity, fully come to comprehend. But Father, I pray that each and every day we will seek to know you better. I pray that in the storms of life, we will put our trust in you, that we won't be afraid, and that we will have faith that you will see us through one way or another. You will be present. So please be with us in those storms. Reveal your your miracles and, and give us relief in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.